listening to Stalking Spurs, 40-ish minutes of football-adjacent frivolity with Spurs fangirls, me, Acid, and Patty. Hey, Patty, what's up? Hey, Acid, how are you? I'm good, thanks. You know what else is good? <laughs> what? Our recent form. Oh, my uh, God. What? You know what? It's just, it's new form. Who dis? It apparently is us. I can't believe it, but I love it. I, I love it totally. So, oh my God, five wins in five games, all of which we're going to unpack at halftime. But stick around for the first half and the second half because we're going to be talking about the amazing records we've broken the past few weeks. There's the record-breaking partnership between Sun and Kane, which we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Hugo's first 100 of maybe a thousand, who knows? <laughs> but it's the first 100. We're going to talk about that much-hyped Admin Kane Saturday. <laughs> and of course, we're also going to talk about the Welsh Mafia, its origins, and what happens when they're confronted by La Mafia. <laughs> it sounds like a packed show. Totes. Oh, there's the first half whistle. Let's get going. Cool. So first on the menu is this surprisingly emotional video from Spurs official celebrating Hugo's first 100 clean sheets. Check out our episode description for the links to these videos. Check this one out and then come back with tissues in hand because it's super, super moving. And it's like a surprise video that kind of set up where they're, they seem like they're going to interview Hugo and then they end up showing him a video of all of these greetings and congratulations and memories over his last 100 clean sheets. Actually, before we go into emotional, we're going to take a short pit stop into <laughs> what? One of the early greetings which stood out to me at least was the one from Joe Hart where he goes, Welcome to the 100 Club. So it's like before... <laughs> Just let's talk about me for a second. <laughs> it's a bit like that. Which is a bit bitchy. We know it's coming from a sweet place. But it's also coming from a, let me remind you who got here first place. Maybe he didn't mean it. But when you say something like that in a congratulatory video, it does come off that way. So they can't necessarily craft a message that is both heartfelt and non-insertion of self, but <laughs> they try. But um, some of them succeed at it, like... Some of, they do. Some of them do. Yeah. Like Sissoko. Sissoko obviously is with him in the French national team as well as uh, in the club. And he goes, I'm not surprised. You're one of the best goalkeepers in the world. And right on, Sissoko. I also want to just give it to Musa for complimenting Hugo the right way, okay? Because I'm just going to juxtapose this with a supposed compliment from head coach Jose Mourinho who says, top three in the world. And at first, listen, you're like, damn straight. Yeah, that's right, bitch. Which is true, right? You're like, yeah, of course he's top three in the world. And then you're like, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. If you say I'm top three, who the fuck are two and one? I'm not two and one. <laughs> because if I was two or one, you would say top two in the world. Or if I was the best in the world, you would say top one in the world best keeper yeah. in the world <laughs> you're only in the you're only called top three if you are the third best <laughs> <laughs> which is horrible if any time to fake it or like lie and compliment someone it's a tribute video like this no one's gonna fucking fact check you yeah. 
so good job Sissoko for saying it the right way he said you're one of the best goalkeepers in the world without putting a quantification you know there's no qualifier of a number on it Jose come on is this how you motivate people I guess but <laughs> yeah these because one of the best means okay maybe they're like they're yeah. three or five best and they're but all you, they're all the best yes. but once you say top three there's suddenly an order for who's still to it <laughs> And you're not number one. Oh my god. Anyway, I hope I hope Hugo didn't analyze it as much as we did because I would fucking shoot it. <laughs> Come on. Lucky, luckily, Hugo is a very uh, like a man who is full of humility, and it's I guess it's a thing now that when interviewers ask him what's your favorite save, he says that like you know all of them are are really are really special. In this video, in fact, he says I could not reach this number without the help of teammates, which is which is awesome. Um, and then this part of the video, it, it starts to be like different cuts of all of the players talking about their favorite Hugo saves because Hugo will not identify his own. <laughs> and like, it's just, it's it's an amazing like montage. You see the classics in there, like the penalty saves against Aubameyang and Aguero, Aguero. which yeah. were epic and would personally be my, my favorite. It's like if Spurs had asked us to to be part of this video. To talk yeah. about our favorite Hugo saves, I I would have said those two. We were busy, no? They 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 reached out, right? And we were just like, oh shoot, they sorry, like the timing just didn't work. It would have actually been cute if they did reach out the fans, though, yeah. and kind of got. <laughs> yeah. You guys, it's so you missed. Easy. Yeah, for the 110th clean sheet, yeah. just reach out to do. us. Yeah, all you Stalking have to do is post. on Gmail. That's true. No, but really, admin of like social. I know you're you're like already just super busy. But like all you have to do is put out a Twitter whatever or IG and go, what are your favorite Hugo saves? Tell us and like send us a video. Like, come on. Come on. Missed opportunities, Low, missed guys. Missed opportunity, low-hanging fruit. That would have been awesome. That would have been fan connection, right? Totally, totally. And the, the video just it wraps up with like a, like who have we not heard from in this video yet? Finally it shows us like a video of Hugo from oh my god, when was this? <laughs> like maybe 10 15 years ago where he says that he wants to win the world cup and like just seeing at it now through 2021 teary eyes it's he like did it, oh, baby. He, he knew did. all along i can't take this video it was very emotional because we don't see much of hugo even if he is our captain we don't get much social on him thank god marine exists his wife otherwise we wouldn't get insight or you know behind the scenes about him so it's really quite nice that they finally focus a bit more on him and it took this crazy milestone for it to to come through he has served the club for so many years and it's just really nice to finally have him a bit Take, take that limelight, you know? And obviously with... Well, I guess we'll talk about it more in halftime. But with our performance thus far and the amount of clean sheets we've had, come on. What a man. What a captain. What a mighty good man. Speaking of mighty good men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So anyone who's watched a Spurs game within the last few weeks has seen the the now famous Welsh Mafia goal celebration where you have like two peace signs up and down. WM. Um, and we've seen Sonny join in. And I think people have been bewildered. Like, oh, <laughs> it can't be Welsh Mafia then if Sonny's in it because Sonny's not Welsh. And this video from Spurs from, on YouTube from Spurs with highlights of a Twitch Q&A gives us some answers. 
So it's Rodan and Bale sitting down on Twitch and answering questions from fans. And some fans ask about, oh, what, what is this about? And then uh, Bale explains that, oh, it's the Welsh Mafia. And so in the Welsh Mafia, there's Bale, Rodan, Davis, of course, the three Welshmen. Um, and Sonny, because to them, Sonny is Welsh. Or Bale says, Sonny's Welsh to me. Which I wish there was a follow-up, like asking how, how that materialized and how it started. Because don't, doesn't everyone want to know? Yeah, no, especially because when Lucas tried joining in on the celebration, they stopped him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Which was horrible, I felt, for mm, Lucas. Yeah. Like, don't, don't join Cat him, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was just... Join it was just cat. <laughs> that's an inside uh, Easter egg for family. It was just so... Like, everyone wants Sunny to be part of their squad. Yeah. And then there's in comes Lucas who wants to be part of it. And they're like, nah, fam. Like, that screenshot of... Um, <laughs> of Bale like like looking annoyed I was like oh don't be that way be inclusive yeah if you're inclusive with Sunny be inclusive with everyone as Bale is explaining the answer to this question he also says that like they're the Welsh mafia because there's already a mafia that exists mm-hmm. and this mafia is called La Mafia the original with Sissok's <laughs> Tangy and Surge which is interesting and when they said that I'm like oh my god I want to know more about that and then Shazam! Boom. boom, they give us what we wanted. So La Mafia has been around for quite some time, obviously, since Ndombele um, came around. And it's just super interesting because a video on this first official Instagram kind of showed La Mafia and the Welsh Mafia almost at a showdown. You know that if you've ever watched Anchorman and you see the different <laughs> Anchorman groups yes. coming to like do a battle... <laughs> That's kind of like how I felt about La Mafia showdown with fake mafia, no, with Melch Mafia. So here we see Tangy and uh, Serge, Serge Aurier, walking in the training ground. And very far from them, very socially distanced and responsible, are Gareth Bale and Joe Rodan. Uh, Serge and Tangy are like, where's Ben? Like asking, where's Ben? Because obviously Ben Davis is missing in action. But actually Musa's also missing in action. But anyway... And then I think it's Serge who goes, where's Ben? We want to eat Ben. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he says it twice and he makes yeah. this like hand-to-mouth motion. <laughs> I didn't know Which is so threatening in such a comical way. <laughs> I'm so glad someone from the social media team was able to capture that moment because it was priceless. And it just felt like a really cute, I don't know, there's some competition, I guess, of like who the original, the real mafia is. Because soon after, I think um, a fan posted some fan art for La Mafia and they, they all just like repost it, which is nice. So fans, get out there and make all the Welsh Mafia art you have because I want to see more from this fake rivalry. And I kind of want admin to really build up on it because La Mafia versus Welsh Mafia is comedy gold. I love it so much. It totally is. Speaking of... Something slightly comedic. Lol. <laughs> Lols. <laughs> you know when you know when there's something and then you're trying to make another thing happen? Just like in Mean Girls when they're like, stop trying to make fetch happen. Well, sorry to whoever is trying to make this happen, but the Kane and Bale show, yes, I get it. They had one game where they were both like kind of on fire together. And yes, it was amazing. And yes, I'm happy. But that's not the show we want because on Instagram... 
they are trying to push this narrative of like Caden Bale, like all these like goats, which is great, great. I I, I do agree. Yes, they are amazing. Yeah. That's not the partnership I care about. They're not the ones breaking records. Yeah. You know what? Spin-offs are cool, but the original is still the best. And the original is the record-breaking partnership of Sun and Kane. And in the past few weeks, they have fi- finally broken this record. I feel like the start of the the season, there is so much like build-up and hype that there is kind of climbing up this chart of this table of the best Premier League partnerships of all time. So the record was set in 94-95 by Alan Shear and Chris Sutton. So they combined for 13 goals. And this season, Harry and Son finally beat it. So it stands Woo-hoo! at 14 and the season is far from over. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. oh my God, That's congrats, great. guys. That's amazing. Isn't it crazy that the last partnership that did this was in the 94 season? Teamwork, teamwork makes the dream work. I'm so proud totally. of these boys. Oh my god. Lord, let this be the season we get medals. But yeah, for what it's worth, what an achievement. Good job, boys. Good job, boys. Our favorite duo is now officially backed by Data, the best duo. Boom. How can we not celebrate this? And there goes the whistle. We've reached uh, halftime. So we'll catch you guys in a bit after the break. We'll be joined by Toby. See you guys then. back welcome to halftime we are of course joined by kumbaya master toby to discuss our past five games i'm sorry our past five wins what wins guys what (laughs) two wins in the uh, europa league against wolfsburg and dynamo zagreb which we'll jump into in a bit but in the premier league guys i mean we are on fucking fire burnley 4-0 fulham 0-1 own goal but whatevs and Crystal Palace 4-1. Out of all these goals, I think the common denominator has got to be the Gareth Bale. What is happening? Oh my god. So all of this, all of the hype from the past how many months <laughs> is finally like <laughs> coming to fruition. And it's, oh my god. I know there's, I feel like we've, ex- we've I'm saying we, but it was probably just me. I've, like, expressed skepticism of him in the past, but wow. 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 Oh, my God. It feels good to be here. I'm so I'm genuinely happy for him. Yeah. Oh, my God. What do we talk about first here? There's so much to talk about. I think, let, let's talk about the skepticism. And, I mean, I guess throwing in that the Mourinho method of supposedly uh, mm. ostracizing folks and then they somehow come back flying or trying to prove him wrong same goes with delhi who we can also throw in the mix here but more on bail is this do you think it's working like what is this what, i mean i'm happy but I, i'm confused yeah it's been an odd one because as soon as he does start performing then the media jumps on and says oh well you know why hasn't he been starting every game and I mean, we've been watching. We've we've also seen performances where he plays the first 60 minutes, does absolutely nothing, so we have to bring on Lamella. So I think what Jose's urged through all of this is just patience. And as he pointed out, if he was going to be a great player from the beginning, he would still be at Real Madrid, and he wasn't. And I and one of the reasons he's performing so well, I think, is because he's a very different bail now. He's different from the bail that scored, I forget, it was La Liga Cup final or something, when he pushes the ball forward 30 yards, runs 10 meters around the defender to go up and give himself his own assist. 
<laughs> his goals aren't like that now. They're brilliant assists from Sonny. They're brilliant uh, assists from Harry. Really, he's just taking his place in an elite side and getting himself into the positions where he should be. I mean, he had that great kick, the great goal from the left side where I think Delhi just put it on a plate for him. And yes, he finishes at top left corner. I mean, that's really what you should be doing as a Premier League, as a Premier League winger when you're on your left foot. So it's been a lot of good goals. He's finding really good form. He's also in a really good team. He's playing with some of the best footballers in the world, namely Hyunmin Sun and Harry Kane. Yeah, so it's, and, and Delhi finding his form again. So he's living up to where he should be, which is... <laughs> so in other words... I, it sounds like I'm raining on the parade a little bit, but it's not. It's what, it's, it's why we pay so much for him. Yeah. Because if you pay that much, you want to get the finishes that, you know, that you would expect. You, yeah, you want the results. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. Like when you pay like a hundred pounds for like a really good haircut, you expect it to be a hundred pound haircut. Yeah. So we're, we're paying like a bajillion million pounds for him. We want a bajillion million pounds of goal scoring goal. What we got was a hundred pound haircut where you walk out being like, oh man, what is this haircut? <laughs> and then yeah. like six weeks later, it really grows into itself and it's like, oh, okay. Which amazingly is is the haircut you're describing my yeah. haircut. So I had like a haircut six months ago when the salons briefly opened. Mm. And then I left the salon feeling like I was wearing a wig. It looked terrible. But then like now, it's like, what? Where is this volume coming from? <laughs> anyway, so Gareth Bale is my haircut from Tony and Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, for what it's worth, our last episode, we were down in the fucking dumps. And now I can't believe we have like, oh my God. so what a fucking turn around. It's been such a blur of like good football when bef- just the last episode, it was like a blur of ba- uh, underwhelming football. And it like the game sort of meshed together and just it's it, it, but in now in the opposite way, it's fantastic. Exactly. The games do feel like they, they mesh together, but we've gotten obviously performances from Kate from Kane. Naturally, uh Lucas contributed more bail, more Kane at Crystal Palace. More Vinicius, Vinicius. and yeah. Delhi. Guys, look at look at their depth. What is this? Uh yeah. We're recording this. Uh, unfortunately, right before <laughs> the North London Derby. Uh, n- not to jump into looking forward to that, given our performance at Crystal Palace, for one, there was that one we conceded. Thoughts on that? How how were you guys feeling when, when we gave that away? Um. So in the moment, it felt like, oh no, it's happening again. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is gonna end in a draw, isn't it? But then we came back in the second half and did something amazing and came, like, I guess, roaring back with three more goals. And then it was like disbelief and relief mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, I think afterwards, I don't know if it was directly after or a little bit more time after, Jose said that the goal we conceded was actually like the catalyst to win. And if they hadn't conceded that, then who knows? It might have been like a, an 88th minute equalizer <laughs> again and us going home with only one point versus three. But what a way to end it then. Like, I mean, our, our streak in the Premier League, considering there had been, we had been so down in the dumps that people were just like, is this it? Is, is Jose out, right? And then again, he comes back with like three wins in a row in the league wins and Europa which brings us to our win in Europa we're, we're in the top 16 and it was at home meaning the points we accrue 
should we get any on the away game should be like better, mm-hmm. right? On aggregate or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So how do we keep this up? And I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think what's noteworthy too, looking at the results that we rarely get credit for is the clean sheets. I mean, one goal in the last, one goal allowed in the last five games. That, I mean, that's insane. I mean, even our own fan base, <laughs> almost tempted to put that in, you know, air quotes, love to get on Sanchez anytime he makes the smallest error. I mean, but the fact is, he's been fantastic. Our defense has been fantastic. And I think the way Jose moves our center backs in and out with Dyer and, and Alderweireld and Sanchez has been really effective. I think on the wings of the defense is where there's still a bit of tinkering to do, which I think he's done really well as well, moving in Doherty and Aurier, you know, as the need arises. But I think the def- defense has been absolutely commendable and, and really a big part of this success. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, I get so frustrated, like, like seeing Spurs Twitter during games and how much anger there is mm. for... Like, when the, when the team is announced an hour before the game, there's always a lot of groaning about why certain people are, are starting mm. and how, oh my God, we're gonna, con- like, concede a bajillion goals. But, we, like, you look at the numbers and that's not true. We've conceded one, one in five games. Mm-hmm. It's crazy town. It is crazy town. And part of that crazy town is, I guess, just seeing Delhi back, smiling, starting, Playing, playing well, assisting like that uh, UEL um, game with uh, Wolfsburg had him doing like just the crazy ass bicycle kick. I, I mean, I know we're not, I don't, I, we don't want to delve into it, but I remember that goal so well. I remember telling you guys like, what? What happened? Like when he kicked it, and then the bicycle was just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh it, my god. It's like, and the memory in my head is in slow yeah. motion. It's so like, oh my god. Like, it's it's Pushka's. It's kind of like, you know, runner up ish, you know, the push cash. So, like, this is the Jose effect. I don't know. Ugh, I hate that. I think, I, if I'm not wrong, I think there was rumor when Jose was at Menu that he wanted to sign Delhi or something. Because, I, as the, I think, announcer said, that old line that form can change or elude you, but class just doesn't go away. And I mean, that's definitely what Delhi is. He's just a top talent. We all remember that one when he was falling over by the sideline and he played the through ball to, uh, it must have been Simon yes, or something. Yes, like, he's just, he's got a gift for, I think, his field vision and just the way he can kind of see plays unfold. And then to come up with stuff like that bicycle kick. I mean, he's just phenomenal talent. Yeah. And it doesn't end there. I guess within the same game, he has an assist to Vinicius. He has an assist to Bale. So he just, he killed it during mm-hmm. during that match. Which I think makes me feel bad. It can be just like, I, I, we're not going to dive into this game. But I just want to say that for the two games later at Fulham, when we won with an own goal, I felt so bad that it was classified as an mm-hmm. own goal. Honestly, it was, it was a Delhi goal. Yeah. And the celebration was so cute. And there's a photo of it on Instagram of Delhi and Sun mm. running away. Do I, I know, How do you even describe this motion? Where you, it's where your, your thumb, thumb is on your nose and you wiggle all four fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's anyway, it's cute. Well, we'll describe it, but just look at it yourselves. And it's super cute. And I felt bad that, oh, no, own goal, really? Why don't you just give it to Delhi? Yeah. Yeah, it was a weird where it's it like it's a good finish, but it happens to fling off the defender, so it's an own goal. Yeah, I thought that was unlucky. I mean, own goal or not, we know Delhi is. I mean, Bale, Delhi, everyone's having a renaissance. We're all for it. We want to see more of it. Let's not forget Harry, Sir Harry Kane, just killing it at Crystal Palace. 
I, I, I don't even have any um, words. Wow. Yeah, this was, I feel like we were, when we were watching mm. this, it was like, oh my god, who is this? <laughs> who is this team? Everything seemed to be flowing, you felt really confident in all of the attacks, there were so many attacks, four of them resulted in really awesome goals, I guess, I think two two from Bale, two from Kane, and they were kind of assisting each other, and the last one was Sun assisting mm-hmm. Kane. Like, th- does anyone have, there's so many to choose from, but does anyone have like a favorite goal from that? I think I just like the fact yeah, that they were kind of just like answering each other. Like, okay, bail mm. first. Oh, Harry's next. No, 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 wait, wait. Me again. No, no, no. Me too. It was just like, all right, kids. Like, seriously, I like, I loved it. I loved seeing how kind of like past present kind of thing. Just seeing, just mm. seeing Bail kind of fired up and seeing Harry just like feed off it. The energy mm-hmm. was crazy i can't really choose like a specific yeah. goal but i love that vibe jose's teams are supposed to be park the bus defensive teams the attacking is insane it's so beautiful i love the energy the energy is what a turnaround the energy is amazing it's so positive definitely yeah it was some of the best football i've seen us play in a long time it was really attacking i guess they knew crystal palace was gonna sort of the park the bus on their end so we obliged and seemed to attack for 90 minutes and it was it was fantastic it's hard to say but my favorite was probably the harry kane goal there was an analysis too that it's everybody on our team had touched sorry the the one he scored from outside the box yeah, when the he got third goal. the third yeah. goal yeah i think everybody on our side had touched the ball there had been like 21 22 23 passes all over the pitch Harry himself had like you know run clear across the pitch to to stay involved in the play. So and then the finish was just unreal. Just no, I don't think anybody thought he was about to do that. Yeah. So that yeah. was absolutely fantastic. Oh my god! Like I, it felt like he was gonna pass or he was gonna assist <laughs> someone. I don't think anyone was expecting him to just go for it. It was oh my god! I think our, our brains exploded when that happened. I think every everyone watching did. Oh, oh my God, you're amazing, Harry. We love you. To go back slightly, I think Reggie Reggion also deserves a special mention. I think it was the Palace game, but he was absolute world-class. Like, he's absolutely ferocious on defense. He is a fighter. He just prowls all the way up and down that left wing. He really, like, kind of gets this bit between the teeth. He doesn't want people to get behind him. He'll get physical. Mm-hmm. I really, really like the way he plays. And then he had a great part in that game when Bale had the ball in the center, plays it out to Reggie. Reggie puts it to the back post at Harry, oh. and Harry heads it into the center to Bale. It was a really terrific team team goal again. But yeah, I thought he had a really good performance. Totally. Oh my God. I guess the consensus is we don't want Bale or Reggie to go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah super yeah, hope they stay. Stay, guys, please. I don't know what we have to throw at them for them to stay. Money, obviously, but maybe good vibes and support and love. And look at this adulation, which we are throwing at them. So yeah, we've got some games ahead of us. We've got, like I mentioned, North London Derby, Arsenal away in like a couple hours. But because we'll edit this and all that, you'll hear it after. Hopefully, we have the same energy and we're happy still. And then we play Dynamo Zagreb again, um, this time away. Uh, After that, uh, then next would be Aston Villa away and then Newcastle away. So lots of away games. How are we going Mm -hmm. to keep up this momentum I mean, obviously, I'm going to ask it because, Acid, I know I want to hear your answer. Just yours. Number of points we get from these <laughs> next three games. 
As always, I'm gonna say maximum yeah. points. And this time, I feel like I have the credibility <laughs> to say it. Because look at our recent form. We're on fire. Oh my god, all the momentum in the world. So let's get maximum points. All three points from every damn game. Yes. Toby? I'd say, yeah, all winnable. <laughs> all winnable. I love it. Today is going to be a big test. It always is. But yeah, I think I think we can get something today. With this momentum, I really, really, really hope so. All my extremities are crossed. I, I've got a wager going on for the Arsenal game. So I, we really, really have to win this. We I can't. I, we, we can't. I can't. We, we have to and we will. So yeah. We will. We Thank you, Toby. Thank you so much for joining us again this episode. We hope this is an omen. Let this be the plot twist to the season as we climb our way up the table into the top four where we deserve to be. Uh, yeah, y'all. We're getting close. Two games in hand. I have, don't know how many points we are behind. Maybe just six points off Chelsea or something like that with two games in hand. So we, we got to win the NLD. It's that. Yes, yeah, we can. Yes, we can. As Obama, our homie, just said. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Tobes. We'll catch you next time. My pleasure. See you next time. On you Spurs. Maximum points. And we're back. Welcome back to Stalking Spurs. You're still here with Acid and myself, Patty. We have just discussed our crazy five-game win and we're so excited to dive into the second half. But before that, we just wanted to remind you that in case you're following along, check out our episode description where all the links uh, to all the various social media posts are so you can follow along. Like us on Twitter, on Instagram, follow us there at Stalking Spurs, and just like, rate, and subscribe. So there goes the whistle. I'm being interrupted to get into the second half, and we are starting it off with the much, much hyped video on Instagram and I think all the other social channels, honestly, for Admin Kane. So if you are a person of the internet, you understand that these social media accounts are handled by someone that everyone just terms as admin. When a account does like a social media takeover, you hand over supposedly the reins of the account to whoever is doing the takeover. And there was a lot of hype one weekend of like Harry gonna be dropping some truth bombs. I'm like, wait, what? Like, what's happening? And I have to say, although I'm super happy that we get some Harry interaction and just like I anything Harry, I'm all for it because we do get a lot of Sunny and we do get a lot of, you know, the new kids on the block, which I get. But it's always nice to come back and, you know, really just enjoy our favorites. And, and Harry is one of them. So as much, let me preface this, I really did enjoy this video, but because of the amount of hype they gave to it, it ended up becoming a bit underwhelming for me, especially because it turned out to be a really scripted. I thought it would mm -hmm. be more, you know, off the cuff or more just like yeah. Harry riffing, but I get it. He is a brand and needs to stand by a very strict set of rules. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah i think when we both when we saw the admin came hype we were like oh my gosh what's happening i thought I, we expected it to be done like in real yes. time and a bit more off the cuff but yeah he is a brand so it would have been scripted and planned and shot well beforehand oh, yeah not live 
approved by everyone, which I get. It's okay. It's okay. So uh, first off, they so the concept of Admin Kane, just to give you guys a bit of a of context in case you don't want to watch it, but you should because Harry shines in this, is they show Harry Kane a bunch of social media posts and ask him to react to it, but also reply to it as himself from the account. So I thought that was really funny. First off, they show him a photo of baby Sunny and he goes... He's a little cutie, isn't he? He's still a little cutie now. He has the same haircut, to be fair. Which I thought was super. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's so cute. Harry, he's just like us. We all stand Sunny. And like, you thought we wouldn't mention Sunny in this episode? How dare you? We did. And <laughs> in the form of Harry praising Sunny. I love it. I love it so much. If the Welsh Mafia wants Sunny on their team, if Harry wants, if Harry thinks Sunny is cute, I mean, how can we disagree? How can we disagree? Totally. You know what? It, it just let it all happen. So, the, oh my gosh. So we, we, we come from this iconic photo of baby Sunny um, as a three-year-old with a giant soccer ball. Another iconic photo is the next one. So everybody knows this photo from 2019 on the tour, on the Spurs tour of Asia, where they go to Singapore. And on one of the training days, everybody knows Singapore is, it's, it's right on the equator. It's 30 degrees every day of the every year. Day. And if you're training in the 30 degree weather, you're going to be drenched in sweat. And a result of that, of that weather and that training is the famous picture where you can see Kane's abs through his shirt, and it, which he retweeted yeah. or reposted on his own Instagram saying, give the photographer a raise. <laughs> of course, we're going to... One of the most iconic photos of this iconic man. Of course, we're going to talk about it in Admin Kane. And he, he does. They, they pull it up. They show it. And then he says... He gives this really like awesome comment about it again. And he says, the photographer pulled a worldie out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's capable of worldies. So are the photographers. If there is a push cash for best photo of a football player... It, it that should have won for that year. I mean, you know how we kind of don't like seeing them shirtless because I feel like, you know, like little brothers that you don't want to, you don't see them that way. But this photo was really like quite, and this is nice because he's not shirtless in this. He's actually wearing a shirt and it's the outline of the abs that gets to me and the sweat and the tan. He was so tan because again, it's so hot. So yes, please. Like, good job kate kane like really really like good job everybody good job everybody good job and it kind of it spins off into like a, a semi-corny joke about how he's playing the next batman and then he kind of he leans he plays along with a joke he says sunny is robin serge is joker and ha 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 okay fine Lol. <laughs> let's accept that joke and move on that joke uh he is a dad now I find it really, really amazing. I mean, athletes, they're just like us. They're also fans of other sports. And it's just so nice to see Kane's love for the NFL. And we all know he loves the Patriots and he's such a big fan of Brady. And he just goes, never say never. Which is always so interesting because if anything, he did go to the NFL, like, I don't know, those training stuff. And they, you know, throw a ball around. And he's quite good. Like, he's quite athletic. So mm -hmm. you could see it happening. Except it's a bit... I mean, we do get the concussions on EPL. But I feel like it's just a lot more impact in the NFL. And I don't know, man. I don't know about you, Acid, but... Mm. Yeah. No, totally. That's what makes me nervous about um, American football. And kind of like a, a personal barrier why I can't quite get into appreciating the sport. Because I'm just so aware of the like concussion danger. And how, I guess, not much is being done to make sure that players are safe. So, Harry, if you do that, we support your dream. But please... 
please don't ever get majorly injured. Yeah, think, think, of, think of Vivi Ivy and Louis Kane. Come on. Come on, Harry. Think of the kids. So don't, like, enjoy yourself. Yeah, totally. But, mm, dangerous, dangerous. Speaking of BB Boy Kane, the next photo that he discusses is their uh, their birth announcement. Um, and when that's shared, it like inevitably will get comments like, "Oh, Jose sign him," and Harry reacts to that, saying that you know what, that's cool, but he says I'm the type of parent who wants him to do whatever he <laughs> wants to do. So if it's football, great. If it's not, that's awesome as well. Which is. Oh, what an awesome parent. That's that's really, really sweet. And, you know, like, good job, Harry. Clearly raised right, clearly wanting to raise his kids right, and just really, really happy for him. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. Speaking of things that aren't quite beautiful, you know how they do face, like, mashes? Like, you know, I don't know, merge? You know, these apps on the internet where you can merge two faces? Well, someone did it, and let's just say... <laughs> It wasn't a great result when you put together the handsome face of Harry Kane and also the good-looking mug of Gareth Bale. Let's just say their union isn't quite what you want it to be. And someone captioned it, Harith Kale. <laughs> it's horrible. That name alone note shows you it's not going to be good. And Yeah, it's such a visual name. Harith you read the name and you're like, nah. <laughs> and it's funny because... Harry is self-aware enough to comment that is an ugly-looking geezer and saying it's a bit scary to look at. We concur. But, I mean, really, at the end of the day, I just really like this video because despite the scriptedness of it all, Harry is feeling himself now. The confidence he's had seeing how he's really transformed as not just a player but as a personality. You know that in the Amazon documentary where, unfortunately, Jose goes with me? I will help you explode. Well, <laughs> that's a forever quote. <laughs> it, it really does feel like it, especially in the past couple of months. And I'm so excited to see more of Harry and really him coming into his own and really just owning the amazing player he is because it's really quite amazing. Good job, Harry. It is totally. I think you just have to watch a few seconds of one of his first post-game interviews from maybe like 2014 or something, 2013, and compare it to this. He's miles different. He used to like not look at the camera, look at the ground. He'd mumble. He'd, he'd give really like like sound bites where you just you want more than that. Really, that's it. That's all you're gonna say. So to see him so comfortable in front of camera and showing personality is amazing. So good job to Harry's handlers, managers, and like the PR team for really like the media training. But also good job to Harry for taking it all in stride and knowing that all of it is part of the package. You can't just be a world-class player. You have to be a brand and a personality. And he's really leaning into it. I'm so happy for him. Totally. I'm so happy for him. But really, the section that brings us the most joy, welcome back. To BB of the week. Yeah. Okay, so for new listeners, BB of the week is the whole point of this show. <laughs> so for weeks and weeks and weeks before each episode, Patty and I trawl through the Instagram, Twitter, social medias of the players and their families <laughs> to find really sweet baby pics. Um, and at the end of each section, we crown a winner. Um, first entry into BB of the week. Uh, if you want to take a look at the photos we are appraising, it's in the episode description. First entry is from Harry Winks. So I know I said we, we are calling this BBs of the week, <laughs> but you know what? We're a, we're a progressive yeah. bunch, and however you define BB, it counts. 
So on Harry Winks's Instagram, he shared a photo of him with the sweetest looking puppy. Like what is this? What? Oh my god! Read. It's half Ewok, <laughs> half puppy. One hundred percent cute. And like Harry Winks just has like a face for really good puppy photos. <laughs> Harry Winks has a great face. He is boy band, literally boy band material. So just seeing him with that puppy is like. I'm surprised this didn't get reposted on like Spurs Instagram because this is like what the internet is made for. But we love it. Please tell us more. If yeah. anyone knows anything about this puppy, does he own it? Is it is he just posting with a friend's dog? I want to know. So many mysteries. Totally. Give give us more, Harry. Give us more. Please. Well, you know, in the past we have featured some of the Spurs guys as babies, you know, because it is baby of the week and the Spurs guys were babies at one point. So this week in the, uh, I guess, in the vein of inclusivity and consistency, we are going to feature at number four, Joe Hart as a baby. Uh, I mean, as baby as he could get, Joe Hart is my age and he posted a couple of throwbacks to when he was, I don't know, a teenager. I guess he's still a baby in his parents' eyes, so technically, yes. But it's a multi-photo post that has him in really retro wear, which is quite interesting and you can tell it's really him. But he captions it, whenever you think your hard work isn't paying off, take a step back and look how far you've come. Boom. So you get some inspiration. You get some retro pics. Yeah. I I mean, I'm curious to see Joe as a baby baby. But if this is the furthest we're going to go, thanks. See, Joe, we didn't forget you. Yeah, we didn't. Also, nice inspirational quotes on Instagram. (laughs) Like he knows how to use the medium. He knows. Like further exploring our rather wide definition of baby our next entry is from the larice household and this is from marine larice's instagram a few weeks ago it was juliana's seventh birthday so she posted a really cute photo of her in a tracksuit and posing and she says happy birthday to my sweet angel you are my world my sunshine and my everything love you to the moon and back hashtag Hashtag my baby. There we go. I <laughs> love Juliana. And this is probably gone now, but there was a Instagram story posted by Marie and Yuris recently where you see Juliana at the dining room table doing homework. And it's a creepy shot, but it's not creepy because it's her mother taking it. Because beside Juliana on the corner of the table is Captain Hugo. And he's in his pajamas and he's teaching Juliana. And the pen drops off the table and she points it out. So he picks it up and it's just so sweet just seeing him interact with his girls i love it so much someone please repost it because it's super cute speaking of super cute we have i mean we've, i think we've welcomed him before but we haven't seen a lot of photos since and now welcome back at number two from the son shay household bb de vinson is so cute his uh wife super cute partner daniela reynand um, uh, posted on her instagram a photo of the cutest baby ever, Davinson Sanchez's baby, in like a hoodie. Like, I guess it's like a swaddle. And you can only see like his face. It's like really like the cutest cheeks. And then you can see his arms. And it's got like 10 million folds. And then you can see him biting his... <laughs> it's so cute. And I mean, I don't speak Spanish well, but I'm going to try to translate this on the fly. This isn't Google Translate. It's like, oh, those little eyes are so beautiful. And like her life, she adores him. I love you, my baby. Something along those lines. And like greets him. Uh, happy four months. 
my what is salvi salvation i don't know something along those lines but super cute this child that's that's well translated not bad right i not feel bad. like we might have like a similar level yeah <laughs> Having come from the same exactly, school, having have the same level of being able of, to, you know, But I think that's good. Like it's, I think those are the words, kinda. But really, this baby defies the words because so cute, so cute. I'm so excited to see more from Daniela and Davinson, and just like, damn, this baby is cute. I'm excited. Other things we're excited about. So in the past week or so, the all the kids who go to school in the UK have gone back to school. Um, and of course, that would include one of our favorite school-age school age celebrities, <laughs> Ayla Alderweireld. So this week, Toby, on his own Instagram, posted a multi-photo, a two-photo post of, of him dropping Ayla off at school. And it's just, oh, it's so cute. So there's one where it's like a selfie that he's taking and she's he's smiling, but she's making a funny face. She it's like the first funny face that every kid learns, which is sticking your tongue out. <laughs> And then there's there's a photo of them. I guess this is at home before they leave. And then she's she's posing by the door with her dad. And she has this, you know, those Instagram, <laughs> fashion Instagram poses where you kind of cross, like have one leg in front of the other. She's kind of, she's kind of doing that. She's working her cute little puffer outfit. She is so cute. And yeah, super cute. So the crown goes to Ayla. Welcome back, baby girl. Our princess and winner. All Star is back in our lives. Thank you for providing. Yeah, also regaining her form. Regaining huh? form. Not just not just the Spurs lads. Even Ayla is back in fashion and in form. And we're so happy to have her back. Congratulations to Ayla Alderweireld for once again being our baby of the week. And there goes the whistle. That's the end of the second half. We've reached another end to our episode. We want to thank everyone for joining us. Thanks, Acid. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Patty. Again. Thanks, guys. If you haven't yet followed us on our socials, please do. We're chatty on Twitter, and we're trying our best on Instagram. So check us out uh, and follow us over there. Links to all the things we've discussed are in our episode descriptions. And we want to thank Pietro Lazatine for our wonderful music. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, love, like. Tell us. We'd love to feature you in our mailbag if you have any feedback. And we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully with our all our points we want. All the points we deserve, which is everything. All right, guys. See you next time. Come on, Come on you Spurs! Spurs.